If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com slash audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com slash audio. That's carshield.com slash audio. Recorded live. Hello. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I am good. I'm actually standing here working on my car right now. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) I'm working on my brakes on my hot rod. My brother's teaching me how to replace them. Nice brother. Cool. Yeah, for sure. Hey, are you guys guys getting any rain? Yeah, we are. Actually, it's raining right now. Yeah, it is. It is, it is. But not, not, um, we're not getting, like, flooded or anything. It's just rain. It's not. Uh, flooding, thankfully. So. And wind? You must not be getting too much wind. Not much. I mean, a little bit, but it's just it just is like a regular rainstorm. We're not getting anything that that feels like it's hurricane force or anything. So it's not bad. Like everybody else. I'm I'm good. Is is Amanda here? In here. Can you hear me now? Yes. Yeah. Well, I I just wanted to mention I I just a second got a text from my sister Maureen who lives in Georgia. She just moved there like within the last year, and I had no idea they were going to get so hammered. But um, she just gave us a hurricane update, and I was like, hurricane update. And she said they got uh, torrential rain for, this is just southwest of Atlanta in Noonan, Georgia. Yeah. Yep. 24, 24 hours of torrential rain. And they bought this, this uh, like a farm with 10 acres or so. And she said there's tons of trees down. And they, they rode the storm out with my niece Katie and her three kids. I mean, I, I, just, I, I just had to share because I was, surprised to hear that it was so bad there yeah it changed directions and ended up going up that way when it had changed it changed direction which actually meant that florida got hammered a little bit less but um okay that it went it went it went north so yeah so they got a lot more water and um in uh Georgia and they were maybe even going to get hit some in Tennessee. So, but we're we're just getting the outskirts of it. Like we're just just the edge of it is passing by us, so it's really just like a regular rainstorm. It's not we're not getting hammered. So, thankfully. I prepared for it, but I don't basically don't need any of the preparations that I use to prepare for it. Okay. Oh, well, I'm glad you're you're okay. And yeah, I'm sorry to hear your sister got hammered. Hopefully, it isn't yeah. anything that's causing any damage. No, I mean, no, nobody's. They don't have any, um, you know, imminent danger or flooding. She said all that, and then she said, "Okay, we're we're going out to find breakfast and <laughs> survey the damage." So I thought, well, I think they're okay if they're looking for pancakes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was just I was just surprised. I must have been taking a nap when the storm took a turn. I missed that. So <sighs> well, how's everybody's week been? 
don't know if you guys can hear me. I know this building makes it a little bit hard. Yeah, I can hear you. I was waiting for Amanda to go. <laughs> She's a quiet little church mouse over there. She Sorry, is. No, I'm actually I'm actually a really loud church mouse. This is why I put myself on mute for a second. I was like all excited because I'm like, oh, I can do this while I'm on the phone real quick. And then I was like, oh, crap, that pan is at the bottom of that huge pile in the sink. Anyway. Uh, you want you want me to go first? <laughs> no, it's okay. I'm done. Um, this week, most of it was spent laid out flat on a – mine is really simple. <laughs> oh, I had this crazy virus last week. And so I spent most of the week just um, – laying on the ground thinking about how funny it was that um, there was so much to do and I didn't, I had no idea how I was going to pay any of my bills and yet I could not get to my computer. I thought that was really amusing. <laughs> I was like, well, I guess I'm getting a lesson in how much control I actually have over all this. Um so, um, yeah, done for the count. And then um, tomorrow, Ursula is launching her book, that book that I um, shared with you, Cheryl, The Police Zone. Yeah. And I highly recommend it. I, I don't think it's a coincidence that the last three times that I've gone to it because I'm just like, wait a minute, what am I, you know, all right, missing here. That within, like while I'm doing the work, money comes in, or people I've been waiting on for contracts show up in my inbox after months of not talking. It's, it can't be a coincidence, right? It's just too weird. Yeah. <clears throat> so there's some sort of magic to it. So I recommend. Getting that book tomorrow. <laughs> I'll share. I'll share the link with you when I get it. Um, she's doing her bestseller campaign tomorrow. And, um, yeah, it just it just blows my mind. Really, it's like she put her magic in the book. So. What is it called? The belief zone. So she's a sales oh. coach. <clears throat> oh, it's she's not. A, it's not published yet, is it? It's coming out tomorrow. Oh, because I, I just Googled I it, it real be, quick. I think it can be pre-ordered right now on Amazon, but, um, yeah, it's, it's tomorrow. I, I believe the launch is tomorrow. They've had trouble, you know, Mercury was not yeah. easy going and getting the right files up, and so she delayed her live launch event. But oh, I think that it. yeah, it's on yeah. it's on Amazon. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty pretty amazing. She's a sales coach, but she studies quantum physics and so she this book is her kind of big reveal of how she's really been doing <laughs> this is gross in the background and helping her clients do it. So, all that to say, yesterday I started to work on those exercises and I felt energy start to move again, which is nice. Sorry, going to go. All right, can have quiet. It's going to be noisy for a second. Okay. My whole family is at the shop right now, so, oh, okay. <laughs> Got to go hide in the car? Yes, exactly. My brother is so sweet to help me with these breaks, so I'm probably going to personally be brief on the phone today just because this all was supposed to have happened already, but with trying to get my mom and stepdad out of Florida and having my mom in town and 
everything that's been happening, our whole schedule kind of got jacked, whacked, whacked around a little bit. So, is your mom staying with you? Yeah, she is. It's you know, it's funny this whole thing about talking about wanting to have this house so I have stability. So then, because if I have stability, then you know, I feel like my family has more stability. <laughs> you know, so ultimately, I feel like I'm doing it not just for me, but for me and my family. So, you know, literally I have been living here less than a month and already, you know, I, I was able to, you know, cause my brother, he's, his, he's been remodeling his house for a, a few years now. And so he's living in the apartment in his garage. He and his wife are living in the garage apartment. And so they didn't have a room to offer my mom to come stay. And they, mm-hmm. you know, they, they could have afforded to go to a hotel, but you know, it was just nice to make the offer and for her to know, like, she had a place to go that wasn't just cooped up in a hotel room somewhere on the side of the freeway. So, um, but first we had to talk her and my stepdad into leaving Florida at all because at first they weren't going to leave. So, you know, and then she, we finally got her out of there and she she got in at like one in the morning. But then, you know, I don't have television, but I have internet. So trying to get her set up on a computer so, you know, she could watch the news reports of what's happening down there, you know, and then people calling to check on her and all that stuff. So Friday, Friday night, Saturday night, I, I think we were up both nights until like three or four. Cause, you know, she just wanted to, she, she couldn't sleep and she kept coming in to get me. So, um, Anyway, so last night's the first night I really got a good night's sleep, thankfully. So I'm, I'm glad about that. So, And I'm grateful. You know, I'm super grateful that that I had a place that I could invite her. And I, I literally, in the moment when it was all happening, was aware that the vision that I had was coming to fruition. Like I was, I was aware of it and recognized it and was grateful for it in the moment when it was all transpiring. Mm. So... You know, and my brother was like working, got, got brought a, one of our car trailers over, which has a compressor. So, because they were saying that we were going to also get hit pretty, initially that we were going to get hit pretty bad. So, you know, uh, the car trailer has a generator on it. So we can plug into the generator and like keep the refrigerator going and, you know, have a couple of plugs so we could have a light and charge our cell phones and, you know, um, so at least we could have light and, have some connection with the outside world and keep the food okay in the fridge. So, um, so he was sweet to get that taken care of. And then, you know, I went and bought some gas cans and stuff so I could fill up with gas to keep the generator running. So, um, anyways, so it's just mostly been like, uh, hurricane activities around here. Cause just cause my mom and stepdad, down there plus thinking we were going to get hit with it because originally they were saying we were going to get hit pretty bad too so we figured we'd be flooding and without power for a few days so we were trying to plan accordingly so anyways I'm I'm glad that their house is okay my stepdad went home so he's he's at the house now and he said the the storm surge like after the eye of the hurricane goes through they have the back side of the hurricane which is the surge which is when all the flooding happens and the flooding literally came to their front door and, like, stopped right at their front door. So the storm stir- surge made it all the way to their front door but did not actually flood inside the house. This is so. your um, your parents who live in um, – Yeah. Oh, yeah. my God. Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah, so it stopped right at, the, um, right at their front door. So they still don't have power. They had power – initially they had power and then it went out. So I think, you know, with everything that's going on, that the, they're well, they're going to have to do whatever they're going to have to do with the power. But So they don't have power at the house right now. So, um, you know, and I had suggested to my stepdad, like, why don't, you know, we had suggested to him, why don't you take a generator back with you, you know, because he was in Georgia waiting it out. And they had them. I found one. At the, I found a Home Depot really close to the hotel he was staying at because he didn't come up here. He just drove to Georgia and got a hotel. My mom flew out. He wouldn't leave. So she said, well, whether you leave or not, I'm leaving. And 
So she finally left, and then at the last minute, he left. And so we had suggested to him, well, you're in Florida. There's a Home Depot right there. You could get a generator and some gas and take it back with you so you could have at least have power so you could, you know, have a little bit of power to have a light or whatever. And he said, no, it's all right. I don't need it. And so, But now he's sitting there without power for currently, so. Anyways, worse, you know, there's a lot worse things than not having power. I mean, at least their structure is okay. Everything in their house is okay. And as long as they don't, you know, get inundated with rain, they should be okay. But everything is, there's, you know, the water is like right up to their house. So they're just praying they don't get any more rain because that'll tip it over the edge and then it will be in the house. So, so all things considered, it could have been a million times worse for them, and it it is for other people. So, you know, but I, I'm just glad they're safe. I'm glad my stepdad ultimately decided to leave. So that's the haps over here. What about you, Ellen? Uh, what is up with me? Um, lots of activity here. I... I think I told you guys last week that I um, I joined a group. Uh, I paid some money and joined a, a market your creativity group. And, yeah. Um, <clears throat> so basically, um, the gal specifically focuses on um, teaching people to market their creativity online. And um, I formed a study group of, of new members, and that's that's going well. We have like 15 people in our study group. And um, then I started doing the homework. Um, I'm sort of, um, you know, when you, you jump into a new course of study or you commit to, you know, commit to something new and then all your limiting beliefs come up and um, that's where I'm at. (laughs) I'm just, uh, you know, I was really excited at first and, and getting it all organized. And now I'm sort of like, you know, up to my ankles in it and um, just having uncomfortable feelings come up and just kind of laying awake last night. Uh, but I, I at least I know it's part of the process. Mm, yeah. You know, that kind of makes it a little bit easier that discomfort when you're learning something new and trying to level up. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, but I mean, it, it doesn't make it feel less uncomfortable. Uh, well, maybe it does actually make it feel, it, it makes it's a little easier to, to slog through it. Um, and then the other thing that I did, um, I started a morning workout routine, which is something I've wanted to do for a really long time. Uh, uh, I'm I'm actually not doing it today because uh, I, <laughs> I I overdid it a little bit and so I just thought well today will be my off day, but I've been get, you know getting up first thing and just throwing on my workout clothes and getting out and just walking for an hour mm-hmm. and listen, listening to uh, I listened to those four chapters one morning and. It's, uh, you know, everybody always says to do your exercise first thing in the morning and how great it'll make you feel. And boy, it's so true. Mm -hmm. I mean, for me, it really, really, really feels good. So, and it it just seems to work. Usually that time in the morning, all I do normally is like sit in my chair and look at Facebook and the news. And I mean, I can easily waste an hour just surfing the internet. So. Um, hopefully I'll stick to that to some degree and, and be able to get a little bit better back in shape. Um, oh, and one more thing. Did I tell you guys that I booked a, a trip to Georgia to go visit those guys? Well, I knew you were you were talking about it. Yeah. Um, I have just been so freaking burnt out in the last, like, you know, like since I got back from that show, um, and like I'm able to, you know, show up and get my work done, but mentally I'm just dragging. So I decided that um, it I have to take a break. I have to take a vacation. And I've been wanting to go back to Georgia 
uh, number one, to meet my niece's three kids who I've never met. <laughs> They're all under three years old. And um, and then also I want to go see the farm that my sister bought. It's not a farm. It's a It's a big piece of land. So I booked that for October 4th through the 11th. So I'm getting on a plane, going to Georgia, and then um, it'll be a nice breakaway. Nice. Just to not have to think about business as mm-hmm. much for that week. And um, I did that. Oh, and I know I'm talking a lot, but I guess I got a lot done this week. I sent that letter off uh, to the, you know, to get my mm. uh, or mm-hmm. requesting a refund. Um, it ended up, my letter itself was like three and a half solid pages um, because I, you know, I asked for the refund and then I, you know, I wrote out all the reasons why. And then, I mean, the whole packet was like 14 pages long. I included all my receipts and photographs of the way it was set up. Um, but, you know, I even just putting it in the mail, completing it and putting it in the mail, I felt so much better just, you know, saying out loud how I felt. Well, not out mm-hmm. loud, but in a letter, you know, and, and uh, just communicating to them the impact that it had on my life. Mm-hmm. So, and now it's in their hands, and we'll see what happens. I did, I asked for a full refund of my booth fees and half of my expenses. Um, so, you know, it's in their, it's in their hands now. They can react in whatever way they want. And, but I, I, I have no idea, obviously, how they'll react. Uh, but some, I talked about it with a few trusted friends because ask, just asking for my booth fee, it didn't feel right. You know, it just, and I thought, I, I couldn't figure out why, but, um, you know, after someone suggested, well, why don't you ask for half of your expenses, um, that just intuitively felt better to me. So, yeah. but it's, it's, And I don't know exactly why. It, it seems, I don't know, there's not like some legal reason for that. It's just they freaking lied in their prospectus and they totally inconvenienced me in, layman, in layman's terms. Um, so, but, you know, that felt right. And so that's what I asked for. And I kind of expect they'll come back and, um, and they'll say, oh, well, um, we'll give you a free booth next year. I don't know. I was just thinking of possible responses from them, Mm -hmm. but, um, I've already decided I, I, I don't, I don't want a free booth next year. I want want my money back because you know, once burned, shame on you. Twice burned, shame on me. <laughs> mm-hmm. <clears throat> so, I, you know, what'd you say? So that sounds fair. And I think that adding the expenses makes it more likely for them to say, if they want to, if they want, if you refuse the booth for next year, then it's more likely that they'll pay the whole booth rather than, oh, well, we can give you half of the booth. Like, no, you kind of went, it's kind of like yeah. the, the trick in sales, right? <clears throat> you give yeah. with the bigger package. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll, we'll see. I, I would like to get that whole amount back, but yeah, okay, so that's why intuitively that felt better to ask for, I should, you know what, now, now you're making me think I should have asked for all my expenses. <laughs> but, you know, I, um, and I'll finish with this, but, I, you know, I photocopied all my receipts and put them in there, and I gave them a list of all my expenses, and I addressed the package to the entire board of directors because... I want that team of people to have to address it. Like, I don't want them to just blow it off. I want them to understand that by doing this, 
this is exactly how you're affecting people's lives, you know? And I just, I think they're sort of disorganized and really didn't think it through. So hopefully it'll, you know, make some sort of impact on um, on their thinking. Hopefully they'll pay more attention to it next time they put on the exam. And I think that's it for my week. Busy little bee. Yeah. (laughs) I feel like I've been a busy emotional bee this week. Mm -hmm. Physically, I've done things every day too, but mostly it's been like digital emotional bee. I do feel like I'm doing a good job of being a good daughter, which, you know, is its own kind of action, I suppose. But, you know, it doesn't feel like my normal kind of action. So, Well, I underlined a bunch of things, but I'm just going to, I'm just going to highlight a couple um, this week. Um, in the, There's one in the impression of increase and one in the advancing, well, two in the advancing man. The one in the impression of increase basically is the one that talks about um, when you fall into the world struggle for the high places, you begin to be conquered by fate and environment and your getting rich becomes a matter of chance and speculation. And there's something about understanding the opposite side of what we need to do like if if we're if we're doing things in a certain way certain things happen but if we don't then things turn into a matter of chance and speculation and i don't want things to be chance and speculation myself mm-hmm. <laughs> so that struck me this week i was like oh yeah i want i'd like to stay away from chance and speculation and and so then when i moved on to the advancing man the two parts that got me are to secure advancement something more is necessary than to be too large for your place the man who is certain to advance is the one who is too big for his place and who has a clear concept of what he wants to be who knows that he can become what he wants to be and who is determined to be what he wants to be so it's And so when I read that this time through, I was like, oh, I think I kind of missed the and part in there before. So it's about being too big for our place, but then also having the clear concept of what we want, you know, having faith that we can become it, you know, having an intention to become it and then being determined to be it. And so that kind of, you know, that kind of hit me this week that that sentence has all those components in it. And then the very last paragraph of the Advancing Man chapter, when it talks about it is inherent in the constitution of the cosmos. Mm -hmm. I don't know. There's something about thinking about the the idea of the cosmos having a constitution, you know, that was appealing to me. It is inherent in the constitution of the cosmos that all things shall be for him and work together for his good. And he must certainly get rich if he acts and thinks in a certain way. So I love the idea of there being a constitution of the cosmos that isn't owned by a, no offense to anybody, but any church or religion or anything. It's just in the cosmos. (laughs) It's just out there. It's greater than anything on this earthly plane. Even that constitution is just greater. I don't know. There's just something about it that hit me different this time. So Would Would you say, like, call those universal laws? I think so, yeah. I mean, yeah. but there was something, I don't know, there was some, there's something about thinking about it in terms of that there's actually a constitution, you know, because like the U.S. has a constitution, but to think about the fact that mm. there's this constitution that's on a great, you know, that's on a higher vibration, a higher vibrational frequency yeah. on a different level means that, you know, it's just operating at a different space. And I don't know why, but there was something that gave me a lot of solace when I read that. There was there was something about it that just hit me differently 
this week and it gave me a different amount of solace of like there there's this you know something that's out there that's greater than that can't be touched by us and in some levels we might not even understand all of it because it's actually out there you know in the cosmos so and it doesn't it's not um like you were saying about the religion, you know, it hasn't been tainted by human um, finite human thinking. So, mm-hmm. like, you know, there, there's those are not restrictions on. So, what you reminded me of was this week. I was laying down, thinking about, you know, how I should be working. <laughs> And I was, like, thinking, you know, you heard me talk last week about this whole thing about putting all my chips in. I was, like, reminded of the language I've been using. Mm-hmm. And I was laughing at this, um, this, the fact that I'm using my dad's language. Like, my dad was a major gambler. And so he was all about, you know, putting all your chips in and playing the high-stakes tables and... Right. And um, and so I'm like, oh, that's funny. I'm totally. And then while I was thinking about him, I had this flashback. Did I tell you this, Cheryl? I had this flashback uh-uh. of, um, I must have been, my brother, like in my memory, he looks about four or five years old. So I must have been eight or nine. And they were playing, they were playing on the putting green in my grandma's backyard. <clears throat> and I was out there watching. And my dad missed the shot. And my brother was like, ha ha, you can't make it. And my dad was like, oh, you want to make a bet? And um, basically in about five minutes, my dad had sharked my brother out of six months of his allowance. Double or nothing, double or nothing. So these words have been going through my head. And I've been like, what the hell? And then I (laughs) remember this moment and it was like this, to your point about the Constitution, like this, you know, it, it to my nervous system, my nervous system didn't care that my dad made it right and that he didn't take that money away and that, you know, my brother ran into the house just totally shattered. Um, but, you know, it's one of those things where I look back and I think this was... He was a, he, as a child, he was like my source and my Mm -hmm. provider and my God Mm -hmm. figure, right? Like the closest thing that I had to, and here I was at church being taught that there was this big dude up in the sky who, you know, don't make him mad because, you know, then bad shit really happens. Like, yeah. He's going to smite right. us and create <laughs> floods and famine Take and stuff fire and, and teach you a Jesus, lesson. Yeah. You know, my dad always used to say that. Well, you know, it's a good lesson. Ugh. Don't trust anyone. So, of course, my brother is in his early 30s and has, doesn't want to get married, doesn't, you know, like, I can see the ripple effect for him, but I didn't realize how deep it went for me mm. in this, like, I Mm -hmm. am really, I have really been expecting the universe to kind of fuck me up and teach me this lesson because I'm like this, you know, I feel like a small kid when it comes to money, when it comes to, you know, stewarding and, and so, um, (laughs) anyways, that was a really hilarious aha, but it was like, wow, look at that, you know, this. You know, he was part of my my understanding of the constitution of the universe. And, uh-huh. man, when I look back, you know, like I was working through it thinking, okay, so, you know, how is this not true? Oh, my God, it is so not true. Every Every hard lesson I've learned had absolutely nothing to do with the universe. It was me not listening. <laughs> um, you know what I'm saying? Like, it wasn't I a totally punishment. Did. It was... It was just consequence, but but my little my little girl perceives all of it as punishment, and that I'm going to yeah. get taught this hard lesson, 
And so why go big when I know that the fallout could be so huge? Uh, so here I go big this year and I put all my chips in. I'm laying on the floor wondering how I'm going to pay my bills. Like, wow, this is crazy. But, yeah, it's really, you know, challenging my and my old beliefs around how the universe really works, how, you know, God or the laws actually work, because I was taught that it's a totally different thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's having, you know, being here around my dad in a more relaxed way where we're kind of like moving in and out of each other's space and then having my mom here and having concentrated time with her, it's such a great window into right. a bunch of stuff. I'll, t- I'll, t- I'll talk to you guys about it next week. I'm feeling a little like, you know, it's not not quite the right time, but oh man, uh, it's just such an opportunity to see so many things and to see such, mm. so much wiring, you know, yeah. so much the way the wiring in my brain and my psyche, my body, food issues, food, all that. I'm just like, oh my golly. Like I can just, it's, it's actually like somebody just lifted this veil or lifted this mm. fog and suddenly now I can see all this stuff that I couldn't see before. And I'm like, whoa. And it's kind of like a no wonder, but not like a, in a, I'm upset. I'm not mad at my parents about it. It's just like a, oh, no wonder. I came by it, honestly. How could I have not? Exactly. How could I, how could I have, you know, so it's almost like I want to, you know, it's, it's almost like I'm saying good for you for connecting up with God and trying to learn different lessons, you know? So that, yeah, that part's been good. At some point, at some point, doesn't it just feel like a freaking relief? I mean, like, some yeah. of the worst information that I ever heard about my dad, right? Like, I mean, just oh, this terrible information that would have rocked any of my other siblings. I was like, oh, my God. Oh, I was right my whole life. Yeah. Like, I yeah. had felt bad for not trusting this man. Like, there was something wrong with me. But, no, that was, like, my intuition mm-hmm. saying, this dude is messed up. Yeah. And so that was like the proof I needed to believe my, like, you know. Mm-hmm. Yes, <laughs> totally. My mother told this story last night. She's told it twice since she's been here. And she tells it like it's the funniest story in the world. And the first time she told it, I said, you know what? Y'all think that funny is, that story is funny. I don't. I don't think it was. It was hurtful. And so she told mm-hmm. it again last night. She goes, it's not really funny, but it's really funny. And so she, you know, she's sitting there telling it to my my sister-in-law. And, you know, my sister-in-law is laughing. And I look at my mother and I look at my sister-in-law. And so I just, I kind of make a flippant joke and I go, and now you know why I have trust issues. This story is a prime example as to why I have trust issues. And my mother looked at me and her eyes got really big and she started laughing. And my sister-in-law looked at me and she goes, no kidding. That's horrible. And I was like, exactly. It is horrible. You know, it's just, you know, lock me in the garage in the dead of winter in my T-shirt and sweatpants. Like, you know, (sighs) freezing ass cold out there and lock me out of the house until I, until I say the exact word because I had a nickname that I hated and I asked my family not to call me that. And they still just kept calling me no matter how many times I asked them not to. So I went out in the garage to get something. They locked me out there oh in the garage. God. And and I knocked on the door and said, let me in. And they said, who's out there? And I said, Cheryl, because that's the name I wanted to go by. And they said, we don't know any Cheryl. And seriously, they, they left me out there oh. until, because the overhead door wouldn't work. And they left me out there until I relented and called myself by the name I hate. Oh. And only then would they let me in the house. And I stayed out there for a long time just on principle because I thought this was fucked up. Like, even as a kid, I thought this is fucked up. But there came a point where I was like, I just have to give them what they want because, I'm, you know, my lips are blue. I'm literally freezing out yeah. here. And they're telling the story about how funny it is. You know, my mom just thinks it's a fucking hilarious story. 
And yeah. I think to myself, it seems kind of cruel to me, but okay. Right. Yeah. You know, but to, that's the kind of stuff. My family retells those stories and I can sit there and be saying, I don't, I don't think that to me, that isn't like a funny memory. And it doesn't <laughs> matter that I say to my family, it's not a funny memory. They think it's funny. So they keep replaying the story. They replay the tape regardless of how I feel about it. And I'm like, holy shit, man. I am, you know, there's, so that's what I mean. It's like, it's just so, it's so obvious. It's not that my family doesn't care about me, but if, you know, they don't care about my feelings all that much, if they feel differently about it, that it doesn't matter that I say, I don't, you know, I don't find that an endearing story. And it's not a big deal. It's, it's just, but it's just one of these things of like, they were going to enforce their will on me, no matter how much I didn't like it. Even when it was right. about me, you know, even when it was about me, if they felt differently, you know, screw you. <laughs> and the fact that all three of them are in the house doing this, right? My mom, my dad, and my brother. Wow. You know. You're about I'm to so be a level girl. I'm, I'm sorry. So that happened to you. Oh, my God. It's weird, right? Yeah, it's a, it, it's a yeah. it's weird to tell the story as a funny story after I've already said I don't. I mean, you know, I don't know. So that you know, that's 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 my family. <laughs> I, you know, I, I'm dying to interject with a story, <laughs> a related story. Go ahead, yeah, throw it out there. Um, <clears throat> I was always. Uh, I I got picked on. I have, I'm the youngest of seven, mm. and they always picked, they always picked on me. And it was like a cultural norm in our family to make fun of me. Until I was grown, I was in my like mid twenties, maybe thirty, and um, my parents started to have health issues, and we were having we were having like the first of what would then be, you know, be many, like, meetings about how are we going to bond together to take care of my parents as they have these health issues. And we were meeting at a restaurant, and I come to the restaurant, and I had organized it, okay, mind you. I had taken time out of my schedule to get everyone together in a nice environment so we could talk about this challenge we were all facing. And I walk up to the table, and my oldest sister starts doing what you're talking about, like just talking shit about me. I don't remember exactly what she brought up, but one of many embarrassing childhood stories and like mocking me for whatever it is they always mocked me for. I remember Mm -hmm. the time Ellen blah, blah, blah. And I, I, I didn't even sit down at the table. I hadn't even sat down in my chair. And she's just doing it. I and I for the first time in my life, I realized she's just doing it like breathing, like yeah. not even really aware that she's doing it. Completely and out of my mouth. Out of my mouth. Oh my god! Out of my mouth. I go. I said, you know what, Kathy? <laughs> I am nothing but nice to you. I send your three kids birthday cards. You know, I did this and I did that, and because you know, I was getting, um, le- I was learning to be of service to people in my family, if you know what I mean. And yeah, I, said, I am nothing but nice to you. And do you hear the way that you treat me? Oh, and I, I went on a rant, just totally calling her out on it. I said, you know, I, I am nothing but nice to you. Do you hear the way you're treating me? Do you hear what you're saying to me? Like, who does that? I send your kids birthday presents. I send them money for their birthdays. I always compliment you on your pottery. I mean, I'm giving you this energy. Do you hear what you're giving back to me? And I, I mean, I kind of went off on her, not not mm-hmm. in a not in a like losing my temper kind of way, but just in a really strong way. Kind of like you know what? I'm a fucking grown up, and I exactly. <laughs> I, I am a I am a lovely person to you. I am a lovely person. I go out of my way to be nice to you and to your kids. 
and your whole family and your stupid fucking obnoxious husband. (laughs) 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 And uh, I just kind of went off on this rant. You should have seen the look on her face. It had never occurred to her. It was just such a pattern. Yeah, like knee-jerk reaction. Mm -hmm. Oh, there's Ellen. Let's beat up on her and make fun of her Mm -hmm. and beat her down. It's a a pattern. you know what? You know what? It stopped. She never Mm -hmm. did it again. And and Oh, I was so – and I did it in front of a table full of my people in my family, you know. For the first time in my life, nobody made a joke afterwards. Nobody apologized, but nobody made a joke afterwards, you know. And yeah. we just went we went about our business, and they and they didn't do it again. Yeah, yeah. Most of the time, my mom is pretty restrained about it. She says, "Yeah, you can't joke with Cheryl because she's so conservative. She doesn't find anything funny." That's usually her response when I call her out. That's usually her response is to like, you know, turn it into, you know, me being the asshole, which, which is it's just the dance. It's the dance my family does. And so, you know, and so that's why when she was telling the story last night, that's why I teased her right back because I thought, no, nah, this isn't going to go down like this. And so I thought rather than doing it the way I normally do it, I just teased her back. And I just said, and that's why I looked at my mom and I looked at my sister-in-law and I said, see, trust issues. That's in why I have trust issues. And, and you know, my sister-in-law is looking at me and she goes, no kidding. And then my, oh, sister-in-law goes, she, my sister-in-law goes, you know what? My family did something like that too. And then she told the story of what her family did to her that was like that. She goes, isn't that horrible? <clears throat> and and my mom goes, that is horrible. And my mom goes, actually, I'm not, because with her it was bugs. And my mom goes, I'm definitely afraid of bugs. I would hate to have somebody do that to me. And she goes, yeah, having a family tease you like that's terrible. And so I was like, she can have compassion at some point, but God, it was hilarious. But I just thought, oh, I'm just going to, I'm going to tease her right back about the fact that this shit is not cool. And my family wonders why I have trust issues with them. Well, here it is right here. (laughs) So, So I felt like I handled it pretty good with her. So it'll be interesting to see if that story ever comes up again. Because, this, you know, as soon as I started teasing about trust issues, she did kind of get a look on her face like she was kind of sheepish looking about it. You know, like maybe I shouldn't have told the story. And I thought, well, good. I, ho- I hope you do realize you shouldn't. So, anyways, yeah, it's pretty funny. So, I am very glad that there is a constitution of the cosmos that is not linked to any of this bullshit down here. <laughs> That's all I know. <laughs> wow, so, that was right. really good. That was good the way you tied that all together. I'm just glad. I am so glad it is not tied to this stuff because that's the messaging that, you know, that I get hung up with. And so to know that there's something else that's on a different frequency entirely that is not, that is not corrupted with whatever it is that's going on down here is really consoling to me. Like it is super consoling to me to know that. When I read that this week, I was like, oh my God, that's beautiful. So... All right, ladies, I'm going to have to bug out. My brother's here to help me with these breaks, and so I kind of feel like I'm being insensitive by being, you know, not – I want to be respectful of your time, but I also want to be respectful of his time. So I'm sorry I didn't plan this very well. I just – it's been a weird hurricane week, so. (laughs) Literally. (laughs) Literally. So I'll be on track next week. But you guys feel free to stay on the call and talk about the rest of the – Delios, but I'm gonna I'm gonna jump off. Sounds good. Thank you. Okay, I'll talk to you later. Bye. 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 Today is actually my kiddo's first day of high school. Really? Yeah. Which um, is it a a boy or a girl? Boy. Yeah. Oh, did he go already? Is he gone? No. No, he's texting me. Do you have all my classes? Do you, you know, all the stuff. <laughs> oh, how exciting. <clears throat> yeah. Exciting and holy shit, how'd that happen? How many kids do you have? This one. Just him. Oh. That's exciting. Yeah. 
Yeah. I mean, it's not like a typical, you know, he's going to a homeschool resource center up there, but it's still like, holy crap, he's 14. He's doing high school stuff, and I, how did it happen? Yeah, that's not, um, I mean, it, it's usually always all about the kids, but um, I've watched every single one of my siblings go through their own changes as their kids go through these, uh, um, what do you call it, like a, a rite of passage. Mm-hmm. Parents change right along with the kids. Mm, how so? Just, I mean, just, you just can see the realization in them that, you know, their kids are going to, are, are going, you know, just moving to a different level. It's, it's always, it's so interesting. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a little bit of letting go. And then um, what I've noticed is that um, I've, <clears throat> I have a lot of sisters and they tend to get emotion, more emotional about things and they sort of mourn the way that things mm-hmm. were. But yeah. I've watched, their relationship, their relationships do change as their kids grow, but they they change into something new and and more interesting. Right. It's not like they lose their kids as their kids get older, but their relationships change. For sure. Yeah, I mean it's it is a grieving of a time period. I get that. I I personally think that's why people tend to have babies every two years. Oh. <laughs> because they, you know, the kid gets to about two years old. What do they call them? The terrible twos? And the, and they develop their own identity. And so the mom is like, oh, no. You know, I miss the baby. I miss the... I have another one. Oh. Just a little theory, a running theory I have, but... It is. It's a you know, it's a grief. But <clears throat> I also um you know, told him early on that we're not doing the normal like teenage parent thing. So you know, we're like we're gonna have more honest conversations and do it a little differently. So he's He's a big, you know, he's he's a mature guy, so I'm not too concerned about it. But it is like, holy crap. I mean, the guy towers above me, you know. So. <clears throat> so that's what I'm up to today. I'm going to drop him off and then go see my my friends who do co-working sessions down the street from the school because their kids go to school, too. There, so. What's a co-working session? Um, it's where people work parallel. So, I mean, on a good day, it means we, <clears throat> on a good day, it means we, like, catch up for a half an hour. Like, hey, how are you? What's happening in your life? How can I support you? And then get to work on our own individual projects. Oh, that's neat. Drink, drink coffee together and eat together. Yeah, I do an online version of that for my clients. It's really amazing to leverage. You know, it's like your study groups, right? It's just right. leveraging that group energy. So, Did you guys meet? In, where do you meet? In a coffee house or a uh-huh. conference room? Yeah, there's a coffee house down the street from our kids' school. So we just oh, drop them off and meet over there. That is so cool. Yeah. It's kind of community building for those of us who work out of our houses and you know, like I told, I told my kid, I told my husband, like I really, I really need to spend more time out of the house. <laughs> you know, I just need to go get work done into Starbucks or you know change it up a little bit for the energy because um, it does help. You know, and then meeting up with people is nice too. So I'm gonna try to do that a few times a week consistently while he's in school at this place and I I tend to get I tend to get content work done um, much more quickly like it's really easy for me to kind of zone in and not get stuck in all the other admin stuff and 
BS that I never signed up for. Um, so, you know, it's nice to be able to go someplace and just feel like I can get in the zone and locked in on one thing. Um, wow. And and you do, you're able to do that in, in that setting, in the, the co-working setting? Yeah, usually, you know, I, sometimes I have to be pretty firm about like, oh, it's really great to hang up, hang out with you. And I also have deadlines I have to make today. So we need to get to the co-working, <laughs> you know, instead <laughs> of just hanging out. Because there are a few people there who would just as soon sit and talk the whole time. And, you know, of course, I'd rather do that too, but people are waiting for documents and stuff for me. So, um, yeah. And then I just put in my earbuds and go to town. Work done. Nice. Yeah. Awesome. Well, I'm going to work on uh, – I have to finish writing this – some exercises for my class today. (laughs) Can you tell how excited I am? (laughs) Yeah, I can hear that. It's oozing out of you, oozing. Yeah, I was, I was like, going to declare it out loud, and I could barely say the words. But I am. I'm going to knock that exercise out today because it's been, like, five days bugging me because I, 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 couldn't, I couldn't get it done. So I'm just going to do it and do it to the best of my ability and then move on. I'm not going to get hung up on it. That's my goal. Yeah. I think one of the challenges of being in a – in a class, again, is a lot of times, too, like when we go in to work with someone who is so much further than we are, it's always, you know, like the struggle to to remember that we already know a lot of this stuff. You know, like I think that when we step into those spaces, it's easy for us to be like, okay, I'm a student, I'm willing to let go of everything that I've thought of, and you know, which is good. It's good to have a student mind, but I find myself in those situations really um, confronting the fact that, like, okay, well, you know, 45 minutes in, and this guy hasn't told me anything I didn't already know. Holy crap. Or, right. you know, and, and to hold that balance between um, I've I've already done a lot and I'm, you know, and I have, and I have a lot to learn. So like, it's funny to try to hold both of those at the same time, (laughs) you know, just find myself on one side or the other where I'm like, I don't need to listen because I already know all this or, you know, oh my God, I don't know anything. I'm so stupid and I have so much to learn. (laughs) It's really hilarious to watch the mind work. It totally is, and I can completely relate. Yeah, you know, and you totally nailed it. That This exercise is um, what could I do if I knew I could not fail? And the fir- when I first heard it, I'm like, oh, barf, I've done that a million times. I don't want to yeah. do it. But then I started to complete the exercise, and I realized um, it wasn't so much about writing about my goals and dreams, but um, it was um, really kind of taking my own temperature. Because I, I sat down to write the exercise and I wrote, I want to go back to bed and sleep for three days. I'm so effing tired of working. All I ever do to is work. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, whoa, okay, okay, that's not the exercise, but that's important <sighs> information to have, right? Mm-hmm. So I, sure. I just... There it was right in my face that, you know, I am not a machine. I, and I really push myself like I am a machine. So that's when I, I decided to book that trip to go visit my, um, my family in Georgia. So, but I would like, now that I've had, I've given myself a few days to, you know, take long naps and rest a little bit. So I'm going to go back and look at it and see if I can actually do the exercise. <laughs> mm-hmm. Take some popsicles with you. Oh, thank you. I will. I will. <laughs> I will. I think I have two left. I have to go to the store today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's definitely not enough to get through my task list. 
That's why I'm going to the I'm going to the coffee place that has hot chocolate and croissants. That's how we're rolling today. Oh, that sounds so good. What mm. was that thing you were eating the other day? Oh my god! Cream cheese. It's cream oh cheese with um, cherries on top, frozen cherries. Oh yeah, um, I could tell it. It looked like cheesecake, but yeah, the cherries that's what on it tastes top. like. Oh my god, that was just. Hmm. Yeah, I highly recommend it. Highly, highly. It's just a oh. good dessert, and I don't need much of it because um, the cheese is rich. It's so, so rich. Yeah, and the cherries are real sweet, so I just no. need a little. Are they just um, like like from a frozen bag of cherries that you keep in? Yeah. The- so there's yeah, I get them at Costco. Oh, is there sugar added, or are they just cherries? Nope, just cherries. Oh. Now, how could you incorporate some chocolate into that? Uh, cacao powder, chocolate chips, very, very doable. Drizzle some but Hershey's surprisingly, chocolate Surprisingly not necessary. I, you know, I used to be one that was like, fruit dessert, screw that, what's the point? There's only <laughs> chocolate dessert. <laughs> but, but I don't know, it's sweet enough and it has all the, you know, it has the sweet and the savory that with the cheese, the rich yeah. part, so it tends to do the trick. Well, it made an impression on me. <laughs> yeah, I highly recommend it. Check it out. <laughs> all right, well. You have fun with your exercises. I have, like, so much content to look through and get back to clients. So I'm going to get my kid to school and haul butt on that stuff. Cause <laughs> they all started sending it at the same time. I really, I was really grateful that they it was quiet while I was sick. You know, really, really grateful. Like, no one was sending me stuff kind of expecting me to response so it worked out perfectly but now I'm like holy shit everyone all at the same time okay let's go <laughs> oh god all right well try and take it easy so you don't want to relapse I yeah. will and I'm glad you're I feeling will. better mm, me too thanks all right have a great week good talking to you you too sounds good thanks. yeah you too bye. Okay. okay bye bye, bye.